This is Action Talks. Get pumped. Welcome to Action Talks. My name is Seth. My name is Aaron. Today we got a guest, um, one of Aaron's buddies and uh, an entrepreneur as well, I would say, I suppose, right? You yeah, call sure, yourself that? Yeah. Sure, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I call myself that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose, yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've been over it a lot of times. I fucking hate that word nowadays because it's been ruined by so many people that think they're entrepreneurs and I don't even know if I think of myself as one because I don't want to group myself in that category. <laughs> Let's just call it as it is. I'm a wannabe entrepreneur. Because okay, I remember Ty saying, uh, Ty telling me, he's like, dude, you're not an entrepreneur until you have 10 employees. And I was like, okay, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> Okay, we're, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, Rich, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Okay. I'll just say about the past cool. two, three, yeah, two years of my life. Perfect. Uh, I was in the business school, Seattle University's business school. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't just have said the name. But anyways. Good. No, uh, I, I basically, it's just that the last summer I went to India, backpacked around. Two and a half months, uh, had a lot of fun, came back, and I did not want to continue school. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me. I was in, okay. I was in, I was in marketing. It just didn't make sense to me for um, to sit in the classroom and just to regurgitate information and fill in the blank. It just it, it made me so like it just made me dead inside. And I'm sure there's a lot of you out there like who have felt that feeling and continue to struggle on. Like yeah. so, I mean. You know, some sometimes it's like kudos to you, but I dropped out because it just wasn't for me. And uh, I, I did a bunch of marketing jobs here and there with Quentin Morris, who's a world-class violinist. I was a marketing strategist there, started as an intern, mm-hmm. and then moved my way up. Um, he's like on a six-continent world tour. He did play at the Louvre, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, and also at uh, Optimal Tech Staffing, which is a, a tech tech agency, and, I'm st- and also uh, um, Blink Equity Group, which is a residential real estate firm. And uh, I, I still am uh, the marketing coordinator there. And uh, but my, what my real passion is, uh, I started two months ago, is connecting college students to startups and small businesses. And I want to just say college students, just young people, um, because I struggled a bunch in college. Like, I think everyone has this existential question, like, what am I here to do? Yeah. Like, why am I here? And... Like, I was thinking about that the whole time, and, and I took, like, the weirdest internships. I took marketing internships. I took, you know, political campaigning internships. I took, uh, what else did I take? I took finance internships, and, and it just took a lot of iterations for me to find out, like, what I liked and what I didn't like. And so, I felt like a lot of the people in the business school um, did not know what they wanted to do, you know? And what happens if, if you don't know what the fuck you want to do, you do what everyone else wants to do which was like become an investment banker, become a financial analyst, become et cetera, et cetera. So what, I, you know, what I'm here to do is, is connect, and connect peop, uh, young people to what they're interested in, what they're passionate about, or what they think they're passionate about, and actually helping them figure out uh, by trial and error, like, is this something you want to do or not? Yes, that is awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really big thing. Is, uh, we had a conversation before just about being a practitioner, and how, um, like, coming back to kind of what Action Talks is, and Action Streetwear is about is you're, you're doing something about it. You're not sitting here being like, I'm an entrepreneur, and then just, you know, pretending. The right? thing, you know? it's, it's yeah. the, here's what it comes back to, is that it's the bullshit 
I wouldn't even call them artists, just bullshitters that are like, you know what? I have read this many books and yeah. because of how many books I've read, I'm going to tell you what to do. And you're like, well, how do you make your money from you paying me to tell you how to, you know, and you're exactly. like, okay, you didn't fucking do anything. You know what I mean? And it's, it's about getting shit done and just, just doing shit, whether you know it's going to work or not, just making like the best decision you can. Yeah. And just pulling the trigger on it, just just doing it, and it's like, so what? Like, what are you doing as a political, you know, strategist intern or whatever? Right? And you're like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure shit out, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, you said something interesting. Like, uh, what did you just say before that? That um, you're reading all the books and you're selling it back to people, right? Yeah. So explain that a bit more and how it's bullshit. I think that it's bullshit that, um, like, like let's say I read ten books and then I summarize it. Right. And I sort of put it into like, um, like a two-step course, right. Or whatever it might be <laughs> right, right. on, uh, on what Dale Carnegie said and what Gary Vaynerchuk said and on what so-and-so, and we could go down the fucking list of like authors or of people who actually did something to put real information into a book. And just because I sit around and I read all these books and then I summarize it, I can now put an ebook on my Instagram yeah. and link you up to it and say, Hey, only $9 for the ebook. Right. And then you download it. And then, then I can, I can go post pictures of really cool exotic places or whatever. And then yeah. like go to Nordstrom's and go buy a suit and return it and go pose in front of an Italia at like the, um, at some valet stand. And then be like, yeah, man, I'm balling out. Yeah. Really though? And I think that there's a lot of people that fucking buy into that to absolute bullshit that's out there because they're desperate and they want, they want to sort of, they, everyone wants their own version of success. And I think that people will almost do anything for that. And if that means buying a $9 ebook or in some extreme cases, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of courses or whatever, they'll, they will go after that and they will do that without really looking into the person behind all the bullshit and then you ask the person behind all the bullshit, like, wow, you actually, at some point, they might make a decent amount of money, maybe a couple hundred grand off of, off of people buying their ebook or buying a course. And so then, so they do this and now what, right? So now this guy has some money, some real money and he goes, yeah, well here I'm successful. And then it's like, well, how though was, is that, was he really a practitioner? Did he actually do that? Which to some extent, yes, but but the the real action behind that is like you know it's it's flawed. Create I think. something new. He didn't create anything new. He just rehashed it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So I think viewers might need to see that uh, that one the information it is it it doesn't mean that the information is bullshit. Right. Exactly. Right? But like yeah. if if you take it into that like you can call every single book out there in, in the Barnes and Noble bookstore you can call that bullshit. Like you can even call it this bullshit. Yeah. Because like this, obviously, like you're not charging people for it, but this is gaining attention. This is buying attention. Yeah. Right. But like, so I, I don't like to, um, I mean, so like, for example, like if they sell the information product, like to a million people, I kind of think that's a pr practitioner in its own way. Yeah. Like it's not the best practitioner because he's not really, um, like, like people, I mean, who knows if people are really inspired to act? Who knows? Who knows? Like that could actually help someone act. Yeah. You right. never know that. Right. But, um. But it's not really, it's not directly making someone move. If you if you know yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. So I I think there's pros and cons to like you know with the, with that mentality. I just uh, I would say, um, for myself at least, like just believing in my own um, in my own thought process. Actually, even finding my own thought process. Because right now there's just a a million different things to watch. There's a million things to, like different things to listen or read. 
and you can kind of lose your own way of thinking. And actually, someone uh, from Thai told me, uh, like, Rich, that's exactly what you want to do. Like, you want to lose your own way of thinking because your own way of thinking got you here. And, like, how far the fuck has that gotten you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. So, like, I understand that part too, but it's just a matter of balance. Yeah. Right? Like, it taking in information and then, like, actually testing it out for yourself. Because until you test things out for yourself until, and until you actually um, experience things, you, you'll just be reading from a textbook. I think the balance thing is hard for... I feel like a lot of people our age, so we're in, the, we're in our t- early 20s, and it's easy to either think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 20, I'm an adult, I know everything, on one hand, which isn't going to, that's going to fuck you over, but on the other hand, you could be like, well, I'm only 20, what do I know? It's the balance of being like, alright, I have a valid opinion or a valid thought process, I shouldn't be stomped down by these guys who have already made it like don't let them crush you yeah. but at the same time like don't think that i know how to do this you know it's the balance yeah where like we're confident but not cocky you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so confident means like having a bit of humility to listen to what exactly. others have to say yeah, yeah. it's like where you carry your own confidence and in, in, in your own right but you're also it, it's shapeable confidence i'll put it that way yeah. to where you're not like you're not like a stone wall where someone's like, "Hey, man, let me help you out," because I mean, there's this going on. You're like, and then and you you just refuse all shaping. You're more of like sort of clay at this age, and you sort of should be shapeable. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's the balance too of not letting everything shape you. Because if you let like, um, like if you go to like say like a job fair, I don't know, or something, and you talk to like 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 a like a garbage man who's like, "Hey, you should do this." Well, maybe that's not your calling and you let that shape you. Well, then six months down the line, you're going to realize that you're sad because you're driving a garbage truck and you, and you didn't want to do that. Like that wasn't your calling. Right. Yeah. And so it's the idea of it's that exactly, it's that balance of like, like if you get where other people might be stomped down, it's almost like you can, you just sort of can get shaped by things that like say, uh, an expert would tell you that might otherwise come across really, um, derogatory really Dude, bad. but here's the thing with advice man like I remember someone saying like n- no one will take your advice like meaning like it doesn't matter whatever the fuck you'll say because that person will actually go on their own merry way right yeah. so like advice can only come from like yourself like yeah. how because you, you know what I mean like you yeah. see people who have to fuck up I'm like not fuck up sorry uh, you, no we don't care we swear all the fucking time it's fine people have to <laughs> fail over and over and over again yeah. to get the point like I think that's that's what I've seen within myself, uh, and that's what I like, and that's what I think. The entrepreneurs who I want to become, like, I think that's what they're meaning when they say that that they failed over and over and over again, is because maybe they didn't take someone else's advice and like they just kept doing their own thing and they kept fucking themselves over. Yeah. If if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's like the the classic like your parents are telling you to do something like uh, you probably shouldn't go like stay out and drink all night and then because you know they they know what's best you right, know right. but you're a kid you have to you're like fuck that i'm gonna do it my way and then you yeah. learn so there is advice and i think as we mature we can kind of be like oh, okay he, he might have a point but still it's it's about like you said failure to learn so if, yeah, yeah 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 go for it so like i, th- I think having a mentor is really good yeah. Um, two re- well, yeah. One reason is because they give you an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I know what my strengths and weaknesses are. I don't know if many people can say that, but as a, I, I know through through trial and error yeah. what I'm good at and what I'm bad at, but also through feedback. Mm-hmm. Like 
whenever someone says something about you, like actually listen to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I was told um, that like Rich, like you're too scatterbrained, like you're doing this and that. And obviously like as, as a 20, you know, when I was like 18, 19, I'm like, dude, I'm like the coolest person here. <laughs> exactly. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But the you truth is me. like, the, like when people give you feedback like that, like really listen, and then like yeah. you, you and then you see you, like, through your past experiences, like you actually see, like I, I am scatterbrained, and like my mentors tell me to focus and 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 hone down and give me some practical tips, and I'm following that because I know my weaknesses, yeah, and I also know what my strengths are. Like it's it's connecting with people, it's talking, it's 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 having fun, it's it's the vision stuff, and. Um, that that also comes to like from feedback too. So I'd say like listen to what other people say. Like for example, like Michael Jordan, he was known to be one of the best listeners of all time. Like that's what all his coaches coach coaches said. Um, he said, MJ always asked questions and always listened. Yeah. Like obviously he had the best coaches like mm -hmm. like Phil Jackson and whatnot and his team like his teammates were like they're all high level. Mm -hmm. But still the fact that MJ listened, you know like that should tell you. Um, that like how important listening to your environment is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like it takes the right environment, and and here's what I'm like. Here's what I kind of, why I, kind of fear about like giving advice, or whatever, is, is, like advice is so, like it's so general, but like every life situation is so specific. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't try to take something and like mold it into yourself. That's why I just say like be a practitioner and learn it yourself. Yeah. You're like not everyone here is like meant to become I don't know, like a Bill Gates or whatever or like that advice might not me be true to you. Like being Bill Gates might not be true to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that there's everyone like like you can listen to any two chain song and 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 feel like, "Oh, I want that Rolls-Royce or I want that whatever it might be." But and and it's it's cool because it's so glitzy. But yeah. is it really for you? Like yeah. maybe maybe like your absolute calling, like your your like like calling over everything is to to be like a stay at home dad. I don't know, right? Yeah. Or, you know, and and the thing is that's not like it's sad because that's so beat down. Like like that idea, people like would laugh at or whatever. Like that's fine. Like if that's what you like, if that's really where like like I was talking the other day to Aaron. I was like like there's like this woman. I saw the other day in like a new car, right? And she it was a like a, like a Honda, like pretty average new car. And she's on her way to work in like a little like pantsuit deal going on. And it's like 7 a.m. in Bellevue. Um, and I'm thinking, and she was like smiling. Like she looked so fucking happy. And I'm thinking like, so she gets a very average car that is affordable by most people. She's going to work. I'm going to assume that she has a family because she's a middle-aged yeah. woman or yeah. she doesn't, but either way, whatever she's doing, which at her age is not exceptional, crazy work. You know, she's not doing hardcore shit, but her, her like happiness meter, like the vibe like came through her car to me. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I could just feel how happy this woman was. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, it's such a good example of like, like shit, not being for everyone. If yeah. I was 40 going to an office job, in a Honda Accord, I would be so pissed off at myself. You know what I mean? I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, what did I do? Right? And it's like, not that that's bad by any means. That's awesome. Like, you know, that's cool. But like, for me, I'm just like, shit. Or like, I'll look at like, because um, I've done construction in the past um, for like, you know, not super long term, like for a few months and things like that. And I look at it and I can, and I look at like concrete workers, like iron workers that like get, get on the job site and do their eight hours or 10 hours or whatever. And they're like, 
they're all wearing all their safety gear and they all like dress the same and they're super dirty and you know, whatever, whatever. Right. And I'm just thinking like, fuck, like a, a lot of respect for that. Cause that's hard fucking work. And B, I would never be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wouldn't yeah. be able to. And yeah. it's not at all. And I think that it gets skewed so many times, like, like a young man's brain or young, young, young person's brain of like, like they see all like the pictures of like, Oh, like millionaire life or whatever the fuck that might be. And to the ones that that might resonate with, it's like, the way that they almost validate it in their head, which is what I did for like a year, is by looking at any other job or any other anything. I'm like, well, that's shit. Good thing I'm never going to do that. And that's so disrespectful, first off. And it's also so wrong to think that way. Because it's, or it, I shouldn't say wrong. It's, just, it's deconstructive to think like that. Mm-hmm. Because you're just like, it's, it's like, so if you were never a construction worker or like you hated construction, right? You're like, um, okay, well, how the fuck would a house get built, right? How, how would any of that stuff happen if there weren't those people? And so it's just having, like, that presence of mind and, like, that respect that, like, dude, just because you want million dollars and some fucking Bentleys, there might be a concrete worker out there that makes, like, 90K a year super fucking happy and has, like, a, like a normal house and, like, a really awesome family and has, like, barbecues on the weekends and he's, like, 10 out of 10 content with his life. That's dope. And then you need the concrete worker to pour fucking concrete, right? <laughs> and I think uh, I think that's not talked about enough. Like, yeah. How? Well, okay. Well, obviously, like self awareness is talked about by Gary B. Mm-hmm. But like, I think the reason why he's saying all that stuff is like because like how happy are you? You know, like for example, like reading ten bucks a fucking day is does not make me happy. No. You know what makes me happy? And like I even found out that I'm not money motivated. Like I'm in this like like the kind of nice right now, but like money does not motivate me. Hmm. Money does not... And, and here's how I found out. is because I tried four things in my life, okay, to make money. Mm-hmm. I ended up just not happy and not unsuccessful. So whenever money is driving uh, uh, my, my intentions, it's, it's never successful. And like, once again, you could only find that out through experimenting, like through actual trial and error, your own experiences. And it's it's different for everyone. Like some people are really motivated by money. That's what Gary and I were talking about. But um, I, I want to talk about like what I'm here to do. Yeah. Uh, what I'm here to do is, is replace the four-year university system uh, for business school students mainly into a four-year work, travel, and serve system. So it's like an experiential program. That, that's my long-term vision. And uh, I mean, here's a re- few reasons why. It's like... For example, if you're in the business school right now, uh, would, they, would there be a few listeners in the business school? I think so, yeah. Okay, undergraduate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, chances are you haven't really done shit with your life. Like, you have not experienced what it's like to be a financial analyst in any industry. You've maybe interned at a couple places. Uh, you don't know what an investment banker, what being an investment banker is like, no matter how many times you've asked them, <laughs> right? Like, you really don't know until you do shit. And chances are that you probably want to become one of those two. Why? Because all of your friends, and it's socially, uh, socially sexy to become one of those uh, people. Yeah. And chances are you're just gonna do what everyone else is doing, and 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 follow, you know, follow the the trajectory to to become your version of successful. And I'm here to tell you that um, until you try it, you won't know. And you should try as many things as you can right now, like. Work for as many and, and as different industries as you can right now. Because at the end of those four years, most likely graduated five. But like at the end of those five, four or five years, 
you're going to be in some debt. You're going to be in a shit ton of pressure, under a lot of pressure from your parents, your friends, society, how they're going to view you. Like, you're already self-conscious. I, I get it. Like, I was right there. Right? But you want to be the best, right? So, like, that drive is going to take you, and uh, you're gonna f you might find out that you don't like it. You might find mm -hmm. out that you like it, but, like, you really might find out that you don't like it. Mm -hmm. And chances are you're going to... Uh, yeah, big chances are that you're going to take the first job that pays you really well. Yeah. It's just human fucking psychology. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Because you have that debt, and because you want to show off to your parents, and because you want to be independent, because you want to make it the car. You, and uh, I'm here to say that, like, it's not all about that. Like, it's about being happy. Like, the most successful people that I want to become like... Dude, I met a, I met a farmer. Okay, Ty, Ty Lopez, his mentor, Joel Salatin. Mm -hmm. He's a farmer, right? He's a polyface farmer. Like, he's the guy who led the grass-fed grass beef movement and whatnot. And uh, he, he was one of the producers in Food Inc. I don't know if you Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. And, dude, he's the happiest guy. Like, he... he Obviously, he doesn't have the Ferraris or whatnot, but he's he's he makes good money. Yeah. He has a good business. He he lives with his family and he has his grandchildren, and he loves what he does and he believes in it and he's happy. Mm. You know, like he's actually like he's full of soul and spirituality and whatnot. Yeah. And um, and like that's what I want to be. You know, I don't I don't just want to like become like a fucking multimillionaire and be like, dude. I, okay, here's one thing. I don't want to be like, oh, hustle, 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 like kind of what kind of what Gary says like I don't want to just work my face off yeah you know what I mean yeah like, I want to have friends I want to have family like I want to enjoy people I'm not saying that I'm going to like spend the equal amount of time but yeah. like, what I want to tell people right now I mean like people Whoever, my age yeah. is like dude don't disregard the value of friendship yeah. And the value of the people around you like don't be that person who's a 100% grind and 0% love mm-hmm don't, don't be that person that just says, like, you know what? I love the game and, like, fuck every person else. Like, fuck every... If you're in my... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I totally understand what you mean. Like, yeah. you're going to be an empty soul. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm 100%. See, you're going to become an empty soul. And yes, let's just say you make the billions of dollars. Okay, if, if that's your rationale, obviously you haven't made billions of dollars right now. But, like, if that's your rationale... You're probably going to be like, dude, you know what? If I have billions of dollars, like I have freedom. Like, I could fuck all the bitches I want. I could have all the friends you want. Oh, you think so? You know how hard it is to make, you know. Real to, friends. To make real, to make yeah. real friends when you get older. Dude, and like, when you get older and richer. Yeah. It's just it's being delusional. It's hard enough if you're old and poor because then at least you can like hang out like the bar and like find your homies that don't want anything from you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then whatever. But if you're old and rich and you're going to the fucking Literally country club, every everyone person. feels that. Everyone knows you're rich. They want all exactly, your shit. Exactly. They don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Exactly. You can have all the 20-year-old hoes you want, but they're 20-year-old hoes. They don't give a fuck about your heart. They don't give a fuck about what like what you care about. Yeah. So like the biggest thing is hmm. is that helped me come so far. Well, I, we can talk about spirituality. I'm, I'm going to talk about God in a yeah, bit, but yeah. uh, the first thing is um, just like knowing yourself. Yeah. And once again, you can't know yourself by thinking yourself to the bone. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to try a lot of things. Uh, you have to experiment. You have to go through a lot to really find out what you like, what you're motivated by, what you don't like, who you want to be. Mm -hmm. Just once again, it's by, it's by work and actually being, uh, just living, living your life. So don't try to be too impatient and like, you know, just really take, figure things out. Yeah. Well, and something else too, that I want to like build off of what you just said about, um, about don't be the guy that hustles 24 seven. Okay. So Gary's that guy. Cause that's his fucking calling, right? He loves happy, that shit. Yeah. And clearly he's happy all the fucking time. <coughs> I, I wouldn't question that. I'd say he seems like a really happy guy doing what he does. 
And he wouldn't be doing that. He wouldn't. He, there's no way you could keep up a lie that long. You know what I mean? It's clearly his heart. And so, what I would what I would say, um, what what I would say off of that is that maybe that is you. And so, maybe. but but the point back to exactly what you said is that you would have to try that. You'd have to say, okay, well, you know what? For the month of I don't know May. I'm going to set my alarm at this hour. I'm going to get six hours of sleep and just go fucking hard as shit. <laughs> but I'm you know? saying don't disregard other things like yes. love. Do not disregard love with your family and friends. Yeah, and don't. Do not disregard that. No matter what. I think it's so easy to do that as a kid, especially when you're all about that. Mm-hmm. When like, you want the money and the hustle and the cars and the grind. Yeah. What is love? I mean, like, I'm not <laughs> saying like love in the lovey-dovey way, by the way. I just mean like connection among yeah. your yeah, friends. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, and second is I think this this might be a, I do whenever I talk about God and like spirituality or not people get really fucking touchy people get really really uh, like not distant but all the barrier oh all the barriers come up okay and it's yeah, because yeah. of childhood guys like everything that you are today not everything but a lot of what you are today is really based from your childhood yeah I agree one hundred percent dude. And I grew up in a, and so my, uh, my family is from the South. Uh, my mom was born in Texas. My dad was born in Missouri or sorry. Um, yeah, Missouri. Um, and all of my relatives are, uh, are very devout with their religion and they're very happy with it. So fucking good for them. Um, that's great for me. It's like every time I go back, it's always like, you still going to church? You know, all that kind of thing, <laughs> which is funny because it's like, I, after I, after high school, I went to college and just sort of started thinking like, okay, so it was that exact thing you used, like, well, everything you are today is because your childhood, right? And mm-hmm. so I was thinking, well, I'm 18. And like the reason why I would say the things I would say is because I grew up in Sunday school and I grew up with all this around me. So is there something else out there? You know, or you know what I mean? Just that like very simple. A lot of people do that. And so I'm, I love talking about like just different ideas of religion. Like the, I learned from Rain Wilson on the Tim Ferriss podcast, uh, like last December about this thing called the Baha'i faith. And it's just a completely different religion. I never heard of it before. And it's like, well, tell me all about it. Let's go. You know, so I think that it's, there's a lot of people that are still in their twenties or they're older that are still carrying a lot of the stuff they learned in, 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 as a child without questioning it still. And I think that I'm, I'm a massive believer. I'm, I'm an advocate for questioning everything for looking at like, Well, why the hell is it like that? You know? So yeah, let's go talk about, talk about religion. Oh yeah. 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 I wouldn't even, I would, dude, I'm sh- dude, we we had to talk about this here a long yeah, time ago, yeah. but um, dude, feel free to jump in whenever. But let's not even talk about religion because I think religion is what man made, like yeah. what what we as people made in order to understand things. And here's one thing that I know about people: we complicate the fuck out of things, <laughs> yeah. dude. Literally, yeah. we're like we're the best at making things complex, and that's why it takes a very smart person to make simple shit. For example, if you look at your iPhone right now, you look at the interface, it's so simple. That's it's honestly legit. so... We were talking about this in uh, another episode. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it takes a very stupid person to make this complex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, like, This yeah, could yeah. be so much more complex. Like You could have had to click the app for a longer time and then click yeah. like open, cut, copy, delete. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You could have yeah, right. a bunch of things. Yeah. So religion, let's just... Let's just fuck that. Yeah. Um, let's just say whatever is like whatever means truth to you. It's like mm. whatever what God means to me is truth and love. Mm. So yeah. check this out. 
I bet you guys know what the truth is, like in yourself. I think everyone knows it. Like everyone, we are, and we all lie to ourselves, dude. We yeah. all lie to ourselves. Yeah. And I know that you have that one thing in your mind that you're not being completely honest with, and something whether it's something that you want to be, something that you want to try, uh, whatever it is. And um, when you face that truth and be honest with it, like life will happen. But uh, I just want to say this, like. My relationship to God is, 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 as a, as a practitioner, as, a, as an action step, it's just, it's praying. It's like, it's just talking, mm-hmm. talking to, you can, you know, it doesn't, and when I say God, like, don't think of it as like Jesus Christ, like on the cross or whatnot. Just, I say whatever is true to you. Yeah. You know, because like everyone has those, like, th- everyone thinks like, oh, like there must be some God, like, there must be something. Whatever you want to phrase it, you know it's you know you think about it. What I'm saying is it's there. And how I'm why am I here saying that is because obviously I've been like I've experienced it. Mm. You know, I'm not a pastor here preaching to you about anything. I'm just saying whatever is true to you, whatever you think exists or whatnot, it's it's there. You know, and and mm. my life has shown this over and over again. Like it just really has. And whenever I'm more aligned with my spirituality and whatever is true to me and whatever brings the most love, whatever makes me the most happiest, the happiest, the happiest me and, and the most aligned me, dude, I just feel like I just feel so happy. And yeah. Like I love living. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like when when God is working through me or, or when God yeah. is with me or whatever, whatever that phrase is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know when I went and so I'm almost a year sober. And when I first walked into AA, they said, Oh, you need a higher power. And I was like, fuck that yeah. shit. <laughs> Cause you know, I'm the highest power. There exactly. is. 420. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And that's what it was. The huge, uh, the biggest thing at the beginning was like legit. My whole idea of who I was, was completely backwards. I thought I was a, uh, I was like, yeah, dude, I just love like turning up and like partying and connecting with people and fucking like frat and sh- you know, all this shit that's, it wasn't me at all. Cause all like, like we said, like be real with know your strengths and weaknesses. My, like my biggest strength is I'd say uh, like, uh, uh, I can talk to people, but I don't think that's my biggest strength. Hmm. I wouldn't say converse, conversing and and um, I don't do my best work there. I'll say that. I think my best work is solo, is when it's me by myself. And that was, I was lying to myself about that. And then once I found mm. this, like, it was um, just a higher power in general that's, and the, the love, the love that I found in, like, the AA rooms. Dude, it's crazy. It healed me so, like, on this foundational level to, to where I could be honest about, like, yes, um, I'm, I'm, not a frat boy. I'm a fucking artist. You know, this like, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm really into the whole entrepreneuring scene. Mm -hmm. I would say that's where me doing my best work is solo in a studio. That's who I am. And that's not a bad thing. No. If I was lying about my, and that that's where the spiritual can, it's like, all right, I, like I let this love in and I let something in and, and the people around me helped too. And it was like, that foundation, it's like healing the foundation where now I can go ahead and kill whatever I try set my mind to whatever I want to. I can be real with myself. I can be real about like fear is dissipating all this shit that like I would, I just put lyrics down 
to music recently. It took me five fucking years. And I'll guarantee you if I was still drinking and still doing like drugs and shit like that, I would, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not putting down lyrics. Like what, that, that's some sissy shit, you know? Yeah. Like I would be lying about that where it's like, nah, like because I've found this love that has healed me, I can be real and I can create, I can live up to my full potential, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think that, and I'm not even devout. I'm not like, I'm not like, devout you know it's it's just spirit is part of you that's you're a human being spirit is part of you and you don't have to go around preaching it or like um being like a pastor like you know that's what like richard said that's not what we're doing here it's just it's a part of you and you can deny it all you want but acknowledging it and letting it fill you and letting it heal you a little bit will drastically change the outcome of what like it'll let you live to what you can be i think that it's back exactly what you said rich about um people overcomplicating the fuck out of things and like <laughs> just making it way more than it really is um i did that for such a long time because i grew up you know in, in a very christian home and all of that and I, it was like okay so spirituality means going to church and you know eating your goldfish and like <laughs> reciting the bible verses and whatever right okay sure and then i was like okay then i got older and it means going to youth group and and playing in the worship band and doing you know taking all the steps which is which is a great thing by the way i mean it i'm I owe a lot to that in high school because I would have turned out very diff- a lot differently if I wasn't grounded in something good. And I do believe that church and fellowship with, with people that are after that are after any kind of spirituality is something good, period. And the church that I was at, everyone was great. So I, I don't regret that. I'm not saying that was a dumb move. It was great. I would have done a, really, a lot of really dumb shit if it wasn't for me being grounded with mentors, essentially, who were just spiritual. Um but getting older, it's like, I'm thinking, okay, so church is great. That's, it's fun. It's, it's a good place to go. And I always feel good after, if I go to church, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, cause you're around like a really good vibe, but they always say, and I was always raised around this thing where it said Christianity or religion in, in any way is a personal relationship with a divine being. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea with like, and so I'm saying like, okay, so what, what does a personal relationship mean? Well, it means it's me. And the divine being. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. It's like that solo thing. Right, right. And so if if people are telling me that it means to dress up on Sundays and hit up church, that might work for them. But I'm playing myself if I just follow this cookie cutter thing. Damn and it. they might be playing themselves too. They <laughs> might not even know. And it's just well, it's like, it's like so, so why are you still dressing up? For, well, because I did that when I was a kid. We've always done this. And it's like, but what if that doesn't work the best for you? And so I think that for me, like my like spirituality, this is sounds so strange, but the first day, because I have this little Miata um, and it sort of turned into like a track car. And I, it's just, I go to like no, nothing competition. It's just like high performance track, track events, whatever. Um, just, just track days, track days, bro. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that whole thing. And it's great. And um and I found, so the first day, at like the, the very end of the day, there was about two hours where we usually go in cycles. So it's like 30 minute sessions and you mm-hmm. like A group and B group, depending on how many people there are. Um, and so then you'll take 30 minutes off, 30 minutes on. And then the last two hours, there was no one on the track. Um, and I like radioed in. I'm like, don't need to come in. Like, no, no, you're good. Like, just stay out. I'm like, whatever. And then I realized that there's no other cars on the track and everyone had gone home. And I don't know why it was, it was like a, like a, like a, I think it was a Thursday or something. So people probably had work or I don't know, whatever, but it's like the most gorgeous day. It was just perfect. Everything was perfect. Just like picture like the best weather, best everything. And I'm in my little car with my little top down and I got my little helmet on. And I was out there for two hours 
just buzzing around the track on my little super slow, like mid nineties Miata. And I had this moment after it was like, like second lap when I realized I was the only one on the track where it was like, I just, it, I don't want to, it, it sounds trite to say out of body, but it was almost like it was an in-body experience, but with like, I could feel everything. And it's like, and I've heard people talk about like meditation, mm. like, like, like the, uh, like yogi wellness, all that kind of shit where they're like, where you literally can feel like the cells in your body. And I know it sounds, it sounds crazy if you've never felt it, but it's just, you can just feel it. Like you feel your vibe and you can feel, it's almost like you know, like the like Gran Turismo and Forza, whenever you have like the aerial view or whatever of like the track, it's almost like that. Like where I, there was like this like camera almost like outside the car and I just had like a view of what I was doing. Yeah. And it's like every corner, I was sort of just stringing corners together and I wasn't driving hard either. Cause you know, there's no one out there. There's no reason to whatever. I was probably like driving like seven tenths and it's like, it was, it was just the most surreal moment, you know, where it's like life. It, it's like, it wasn't even a, I don't know. And it, where nothing else oh, matters. Shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. And it, it's like, like where nothing else matters. And I think that that is spirituality. And it sounds funny if I were to talk to anyone who's like devout in any kind of, uh, practicing religion or whatever. Like, so what's your spirituality driving? Yeah. Dude, maybe. So that's your, that's your happy spot. Yeah. yeah like dude. that's what makes you happy. For real. And like, so like, yeah, like that's your truth. Truth. Exactly. You know what yes. I mean? That's your truth. Yeah. Did it's like, anyone, what, what yeah. is my God? What is my, what is my religion? Like, what is my spirituality? Like, uh, my car has been broken for like two months. So I've been really like dry on that side of things. I'm, I'm really bummed. I take my, like, I have a giant pickup truck and I'll go take it out. I'm like, all right, hit this corner. <laughs> but like, but really though, and it so like, like three days before it broke, I went like 50 miles out into like the middle of a bunch of farmlands and, uh, which there's a lot of around here. We're really lucky to have that. Um, so I went out in the middle of nowhere and was just enjoying like this. It was this beautiful, like starry, like kind of spring night. Um, it was like late winter and I'm just enjoying this, like this temperature and just like the smells and everything and just driving through these roads. And again, not really not going very fast, like it, no, not fast and furious, not nothing crazy like that. I mean, my car had like a hundred horsepower. It's like nothing. And so it's like, but it's just like this out of body again, you know? And I come back and it's like for a week, I'm like the fucking Zen God. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like someone could like, like do some, do like they come and break in and steal all my shit at my house. And I'd be like, that's cool. <laughs> I don't really care. You know, Life it's like, oh, happens. Well, you know, clearly they really needed that. I'll go find yeah, I'll yeah. Get like a Chromebook at Best Buy for like 80 bucks and I'll yeah. just call it good. You know, like that, like really. And like, it sounds funny to say, but it's like, that's, it centers me in like in the most authentic way. Yeah. And it's like, I've been really fucked and like off my center. And it was my girlfriend, um, like a month ago was like, you really need to get your car fixed. And I, like, cause I've just been waiting on parts and you know, it's just, it's, I'm doing a full rebuild, like top to bottom. And it just takes a long time. Um, and so I'm sitting here thinking like, I had this mindset like the past six months. I'm like, hustle, hustle, hustle. And like, you know, whatever and all that. And it's cause it's funny cause I've been sort of trying that side of it out. And, Did like, you the burn whole, out? I don't know if I would say I burned out. Aaron, a couple days ago, it was, it was getting pretty apparent. And so I literally yeah. slept for four and a half hours yesterday, got up, people were setting up VR that they got the new valve software VR stuff in my living room. And last night I stayed up till like midnight, which is the weirdest thing. Cause I usually go to bed at like eight and I'm up fucking early. And like, I just stayed up and was like, fuck it. Right. Let me just hang with everybody. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, this is, let me, I'm just going to enjoy this. And like, you know, put on the little headset and was playing around like with fucking, you know, virtual reality bullshit. And like mm. went to bed and then woke up today at like, I don't know, eight 30, like grabbed some breakfast, got some coffee with my girlfriend and we got back and then I played some more of it. And then you guys got here and now we're doing a podcast. And it's like, 
we were standing outside of the coffee place this morning and my girlfriend's like, you actually have color in your face. Yeah. She's like, you like, you look healthy all of a sudden. Like you look like you're like feeling way better. Like how are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling fine. Like I'm feeling pretty good. And it's like, it's funny because it sort of comes back to like, it's like, it's just that it's, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I don't really know how to summarize that, Yeah. It's, but it's, 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 it's just, fun. it's just the idea, you know, of being like, wow, like fuck. A, I need my car back. I need to go on a really long drive. I think I'm actually going to go to like Northern California because I've never been to the Redwood Forest since I really want to go there. So I'm going to do that as soon as my car's back. And I'm just thinking like of all these things and I'm like, so what? Like, so I've been, I've been playing myself with my, with my priorities and I've been prioritizing things because like, cause like I want the millions. I want the, like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like I want all that shit. Right. And I'm looking at like, like, and, and I will get a white Bentley in the next few years. That is something I want real bad. I want a continental GT. Um, those are, fuck, they're just so good. Um, and it's just, and, but the thing is, so then I back down. What is the reason for me wanting the Bentley? Because I hear they're really fun to drive, A. And B, it's the vibe. Yeah. Right? It's like, if you get behind the wheel of a Bentley, and like you hear that shit start up, and like, you know what I mean? And oh, whatever, yeah. right? That's yeah. a fucking vibe, right? Dude, and I, so I, that's why it's worth that. I don't know how to say one thing. Um, let me tell you this. From a, from a few of the successful people that I met, like the most successful, uh, whether they're like millionaires, multimillionaires, whatnot, like Gary Vee, Ty, Andrew Norman, he's, he's a finance guy. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I, like, I, I had a conversation with them, they're the most present people ever. Mm-hmm. Like... Because you were talking about vibes, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I want to say this. Like, the successful people that I want to become like have the vibe of being very grateful, present, and in, and that's why they're intense. Like, hmm. if you're talking with them, dude, they're giving you 110%. Yeah. So you can just feel that. And, like, that is the type of success that I want to have. Dude, there's some people out there, like, if you just talk with them for, like, a minute, you come out happier. You come oh, out yeah. loving life more. And that's the type of happy. That's the type of person that I want to be. That's my success. If I, if you have, if you just, and I feel like that's kind of what like the spiritual leaders were back in the day. Yeah. Whether it's MLK, Jesus, Buddha, whatever. Socrates. Yeah, I feel like once you had a conversation with them, you you came out a bit thoughtful, but just a bit more grateful, a bit yeah. more present. And I think like that's the type of thing that you should try to be to other people. Yeah. You know, don't always. Actually, fuck! I can't give advice. I I cannot give advice. But, uh, you know, that's just, that, that's what it is for me. Yeah. You know? That's a, that's a good thing to say, too. And I think that we always try and make this disclaimer in one way or another every fucking episode that we have is that, like, this is, like, what we think works for us. It's not fucking advice. You know what I mean? We call it action talks, not 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 action advice, not 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 action follow us forever. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a really good thing that you, I'm glad that you brought that up, too. It's well, like, the reason I said that is because everyone is so different, man. Yes. Yeah. Like, so dude what i don't know who your idol is guys like who you're looking oh i want to say this whoever your idol is well okay my for me okay my my idols were like ty lopez gary v uh elon musk i have i haven't met elon musk yet but i've met the latter okay I've, i've met ty and gary at a personal level and got to talk with them and i just want to say that they're all human man like we are all human so what I'm saying is, uh, like Conor McGregor says it best, right? As human, we are all equals. There is yeah. no talent here. It is an obsession, you know? So it's yeah. really about, um, from, what, from what I see, it's about executing. For example, dude, I love, I love talking about this. 
as I said, right? Like Gary isn't much smarter than us. Like right. yeah. if if anything. Like so here here here's what it is. Guys, the thing here is oh, this will actually this is great action talk. The disparity between the successful and the unsuccessful is not a lack of knowledge. Like they're not that like they're not doing awesome because they know that much more than you. You know what it is? It's because they trained more than you. Hmm. They Gary is more successful than I am because he practiced way more than me. He practiced his game. He trained his whatever. They did way more than me. So yeah. like, once again, it is not a lack of knowledge. Do, for me, that's why I stopped following Ty and like listening to his shit. And like I barely, I rarely watch Gary's videos now too. Yeah. Like I rarely consume that because I understand that it's not a lack of knowledge. It's not a lack of inspiration. Yeah. yeah. It's a lack of doing. Yeah. You know, so and doing will inspire you. Period. Yeah. If you're yeah, doing the right yeah. thing. I mean, like, even the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, even the wrong thing will inspire you to do something better. Yeah. Because if I'm like, like with my landscaping company that I just shut down, that inspired me to fucking figure something else out. Yeah. Because it's like, if I'm mowing a lawn and I'm like, fuck my life, well, you got to uh, change something, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, dude, the, yeah. Yeah, that's the fucking same shit. Yeah. Is like, I've been doing music for six years now, and I really do believe that because I've done that and I realize, you know, like, I've learned a lot about life just because I've been practicing that for a long time. And obviously I'm not a pro, but six years in anything is a good amount of time. It's a lot of time. And like... Yeah, no kidding. So I... And that's the thing is like, I'm not... It's legit. Like, I feel like that applies to a lot of places. And then I start to think, oh, maybe I just, I don't know about business and I don't know about like... And that's where the the confidence in that that has taught me something and it's taught me something that can be applied to other areas of my life. And it's like really, I'm not smarter than people. And, and I, it's kind of like a glimpse on a small scale, like it, and even 10 or 20 years down the line, I'm not going to be smarter than these people. I'm just going to have a lot of fucking time Mm -hmm. in, in one field. Mm -hmm. And that's what we like, we were talking about (laughs) the other day where like people like Eminem or someone, when people are like, Oh my gosh, Eminem, you changed my life. He's like, stop. Like, I'm just a dude. Oh, that's what he says. He's like, yeah, don't worry. And a lot of these people are like, don't fucking worship me, man. That's what we're talking about in our last episode is don't be a cover band. Like don't try to live their life, live your life and practice, make something of yourself and practice, just practice, practice, practice. It's going to be bad for a long time. That's okay. Like I've been making EDM for a long time and I'm found out like three weeks ago or like a month ago that that's not who I am. And that's okay. Like it was like, it would be cool if I found my sound a long time ago, but that's not how it happened. And how it happened was I literally made new shit a lot, made a lot of shit, a lot of stuff that is like, that's, it wasn't me. And it took me a while to learn from it. And that's where being self-aware comes in and be like, learn from your, the shit you do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. By doing, learn by doing. Exactly. By fucking doing. And I could, I could, I could take Berkeley classes and you know, all this shit and be like, yes, I'm a musician. But I, I always say this, the stuff I've learned from school was like 1% of what I've learned from just Mm. fucking like making songs and putting up songs on SoundCloud and trying to get profiles to listen to my music and trying to get people to listen to my music and marketing it, that kind of stuff. It's a completely different animal. Hmm. And, and that can be applied to any part of like business like you did. 
you're like, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. Hmm. So you left, you left and I did left your own that. thing. Yeah. And yeah. that's because people can sit there in a textbook and you will learn, but like, it's not the knowledge. Right. It's the fucking, are you doing it? Dude, we got to actually talk about this later because, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm building this school, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I connect college students. I connect young people to startups and small businesses. If you need any help, let me know. <laughs> yeah. And I do it for free guys. For you, it's free. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I want to talk about this because your 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 music stuff. Um, I want to place interns at your thing. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, so so here's here's what I do as a practitioner, right? I create an environment where students, where young people, can actually learn by doing. Yeah. Right. So for example, they'll they'll read a couple things here and there about Facebook ads, about guerrilla marketing, about Google AdWords, etc. And they pro- and and content marketing, mm-hmm. and they promote your music. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, okay, that's how yeah. you train people by actually doing it. Like that, the the whole education system is, is fucked right now, and and yeah. people are realizing it. So, dude, I mean, I, I I really think in the next five to ten years, what I do, what I what I'm doing, and what a bunch of other people like myself are doing are gonna make university degrees irrelevant, especially in the business world. Yeah, especially, Smart, and dude. you already you already see this in. In the startup world, for example, like I go back and forth from San Francisco a lot, and because there's a lot of tech companies there, and you best believe in their job description, it does not say motherfucking college degree, it does not say that. And I'll give you two more examples. Uh, my friend Adam and Lev, I don't know if they're listening to you. Do you know who they are? Okay, but I'll, I'll leave I'll leave their last names out of it. Uh, Adam, so, yeah. Adam and Lev. Okay, so they're both software engineers. They're they're both twenty. Mm-hmm. One's actually nineteen. They both take a job for like one fifty k at one at Amazon and one at Disney. Mm-hmm. Okay, they do not have a college degree. They interned their ass off. Intern meaning worked their ass off to actually develop the skills. And they passed all the tests that the companies gave and they proved themselves that they were actually good enough. Right, dude, yes. I think my one of my roommates, um, uh, actually, you know him, Alex or whatever, he's, um, he works at a software company in Bellevue called Market Leader. Um, and there, uh, and he got it. He doesn't have a college degree. He knew someone whose brother was working there and he said, Hey, they're hiring. So he goes, fuck it. You know, so he, he did one quarter at a university and then went to London and then did a music school and has like certificates in music production. Right. Like one quarter of freshman year at a university and was like, nah, fuck this and was out of it. Right. It was done. And off of that now, he's making like almost 50K a year with options of going like way higher, making like even more money in the sales department because there's a job oper- or there's job openings coming up in the next couple months there. And so he's hustling his ass off at work and he's making shit happen. He's like, uh, he's in the middle of developing a new type of some customer relationship software that he's just working on there right now Dope. so that he can Dope. get the opportunity for the sales interview. So he can make a hundred and fucking something thousand dollars selling the software to people. Cause he knows he's fucking capable, capable of that. And he went to a state university for one quarter, drank the whole time he was there. Cause he was pissed off that he had to be there, hated it, dropped out and started to do real shit with his life. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah. and I'm not saying that a university is not real shit. I'm just saying that it's not the only key and yeah. people are absolutely starting to realize that. Dude, it, it's so funny. Cause <laughs> when I was in the business school, um, I'll, I'll do, by the way, guys, I was a great fucking student. I mean, the first year I got, I wasn't a great student. Uh, cause I partied, but through the second and third year, I like I had like three fives, mm-hmm. and uh, guys, I was a like I was very active in the business school, okay. Yeah. So like, I didn't drop out school because I was a fuck boy and like yeah. I, 
No, I dropped out intentionally because I, I, I was doing so well. And people were like, why are you dropping out? I was like, dude, like, I was just said, this isn't for me. Yeah, yeah damn. This isn't for me. I, I want to say this. If you look around, like, you'll see people that, like, that even though they hate it, they'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's an interesting thing. What they're doing is basically associating uh, kind of like life and... and, and and uh, not enjoying it together. Like for example, yeah. now they've developed this like this great mentality where even though I don't like it, I'm gonna do it. And I mean, I, I think there. I mean, even if I hate it, I'm gonna do it like continuously. Like everyone in school, a lot of people uh, say I hate being in school. Like I hate class. Mm. I hate homework. I hate this. I mean, if you really want to be about it, like if you really want to be happy, like just. Find what makes you happy and go to that. Yeah. yeah. And like one of the ways to do that is to cut the bullshit out of your life. Yeah. Damn. For yeah. sure. And I think yeah. that and I've even had, because it's funny going from a pretty steady income with the landscaping company um, and a pretty damn good income for what I was doing um, to like zero. And then now having to buy car parts and having rent come up and things like this coming up where like, I'm like coming down and I'm like, fuck, I need to make some money. You know what I mean? Oh. And it's, and it's, it's a funny spot. Cause I mean, even earlier today I was like, am I a fucking idiot for quitting landscaping just based off of the fact that I hated doing it because now I don't have any money. You know what I mean? Or like now, like, like money is like getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I got to start making money before I get to like, like the oh shit zone. And I'm looking at that and it's like, it's that fear that creeps yeah. in. Right. Yeah. And that's the fear that keeps you planted in the spot where you hate things. Well, Everyone's got to do it, right? I hate, I hate jobs. You know, or, yeah. I, I hate my work. I hate the commute. I hate the traffic. Well, everyone's got to do it. Hey, you know, and you sit on a bar stool and go complain about it. That see, that's where that happens. Well, got to pay rent somehow. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to be doing something that you hate. I'm gonna figure <laughs> it out, right? Like, I'm not saying that I'm like, like. You know what I mean? It's uh, the idea yeah. of like, like you'll fucking figure it out. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all right. Like yeah. you don't, you don't. It's not one option, right? Yeah. You don't have like, well. I hate this job, but I got to pay my bills. Yeah. And it's like, just what you said about cutting out the bullshit. Okay. So let's look at your bills then. Yeah. What are your bills? Do you spend $300 at a fucking nightclub on Fridays? Okay. You can cut that shit out. Yeah. How much are you paying for your apartment? And yeah. why do you have to live where you live for yeah. the status yeah. air quote status? Right. Yeah. So why did you spend $300 at Nordstrom's on a pair of goddamn jeans and some socks? Cause you want to look cool. Okay. Would you rather look cool and be mediocrely happy or wear fucking value village clothes because it's all you can afford for a few years and do something you really love? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can, you can get a full fucking outfit at value village for 10 bucks all day long. No problem, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that place rocks. I got two flannels on my wall from there that I bought when <laughs> I was in high school, literally in high school at value village for like seven bucks each. And they've, they're still good. And I don't care. See, but also this, like this, Dude, so, so here's the thing with like podcasting. It's like, we, I think you have to be really specific with the audience. Yeah. Because like for someone like like that can make sense. Yeah. For someone like me, that makes no sense. And here's why. Because the, the, the type of people that I deal with, you know, that the people. The oh, absolutely. Would well, you yeah. need that? Yeah. So like once again, like you, I have to think for myself and I, yeah. I want to uh, encourage the audience to always think for themselves and find out what's true or not for yourself. Right. Yeah. Through trial that. and error. Through, through, through trial and error. Yeah. I think people don't do enough trial and error these days. Yeah. People man. just want to stick to things and like, I'm doing this till I die. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Completely. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, dude, you don't... Dude, oh, here's the thing. Like, we're born... Okay, check this out. We're born into this world as a baby, right? As a fucking fetus. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And we... Th and check this out. Like, we think we know everything. Like, yeah. we think we know what we want to do, who we want to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Like, if you look at everyone in college right now, they're like, yeah, I'm going to be this major. All in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four years. $40,000 a year. All in. Yeah. While, like, while you haven't even worked in that industry for a year. Yeah. Or even haven't worked for someone in that industry for a year. Does that make sense to you? And, but you know all so much about yourself because you were, you know what I mean? Because you were born like 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know all, you know what I'm saying? Like 100%, this, man. We need to take this mentality as if like, as if we're figuring ourselves out and it takes patience and it takes experimentation. Yeah, like, like a fluid being. Yeah, we have to figure ourselves out first. And it's yeah. the it's the fear. I got a buddy that has had like uh, eight different jobs in like the past couple years. Um, and I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, like, like honestly, good for fucking you. You know what I mean? And a couple of them is like, he'll work for like a couple months. And then one of the jobs, he was like, holy shit, I just can't do this. And realized one day and did like the dumbest thing ever. Literally didn't even put in his two weeks and just quit coming. And I was like, why did you do that? And he's like, dude, I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't fucking no, take it. No. And I'm like, it's funny because like, it, it seems like sabotage. It seems ridiculous. Right. But then now I'm in the same shoes and like six months ago, I was like, God, why did he do that? And now I'm looking at that like with the landscaping company, but like one day. I was like, finally, like, fuck this. Called all my current, like, all my weekly customers. I was like, nope, not doing it. Shut down everything. Fucking send in my papers to Secretary of State and just shut it off. Shut it down. You should have sold it to someone. Sold it to, dude, you could have totally, like, given that to, like, an 18-year-old and be like, you know what? You can take half of it. You can take, (laughs) you'd be like, you know what? Because you're a good kid, because you're a good 18-year-old, I will give you half of my income. You know what? I I set it up. I set up the clients. You don't have to do anything. You just have to do that. Dude, you could have totally been... I know. Well, hindsight 2020, right? That's right, dude. Fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like Damn. looking back. I could be making like an extra $500 this yeah. week. Fuck. <laughs> it's okay. That's good experience. But that's right, but that's good experience. Yeah. yeah. Valuable experience. For sure. And so it's, it's funny because it's like, and it's the same exact idea of like, look at him like, dude, but if you would have just stayed the two weeks, you would have gotten good references and just grinded it out, figured that out. And he's like, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. And yeah. now, and he hasn't done that since. He's like, shit, yeah, you're right. But it's that idea of like, just this, ah, and then you figure it out. That's the practitioner side of it, which you make stupid ass mistakes sometimes. We're like, that's funny. Cause I thought about that the other day too. And I was like, shit. Dude, especially for guys. Yeah, especially <laughs> for guys. Hey, okay. Check this out. So I, I don't know. I've been just like really observant lately, and then like with the interviews and whatnot. But yeah. women have higher EQ, dude. Women, oh, okay, shit. girls' EQ is okay. For example, when I was in San Diego, there were these two like two high schoolers. There was seventeen, and dude, their EQ was just off the roof. Like they knew why their mom was acting a certain way. Like they understood people, like how to manipulate emotions from people. And I was like, dude, you are fucking insane. (laughs) Like I did not know as a as a boy you did not know that. (laughs) So I'm just telling you right now, like there's a reason why women go for older guys. Oh yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah. (laughs) Because older guys have a better a more developed EQ. Yeah, Yeah. like our EQ is so whack, man. Because guys all we want to do is just just fuck things and like yeah. just just do, you know what I mean like we don't really think as much yeah. right no I completely understand it's it's a lot more like we're a lot more brash very yeah. brash yeah it's so funny women have just enormous EQ man which is yeah. funny because it's, you always hear like like that a lot of like the greatest guys or like the greatest men or whatever have like have like a, a really strong woman with them you know regardless oh, yeah. of, because it's like <laughs> they want to make a brash decision and there's a woman being like well, have you thought about it like this? And if and if it's a healthy relationship, then the guy will be yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. "Wow, yeah. damn, yeah. thank you." Yeah, because you know, then it's like that's what that's made for, dude. Exactly. Fuck. Dude, maybe maybe like that's what it's for, huh? Yeah. Not, 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 that's, 
<laughs> yeah, but like it's 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 absolutely one of the big parts of it, you know. Dude. Like I've had a lot of shit, like because I'm in I'm I'm going on about three years with my girlfriend now, and it's great. Well, and it's, congrats, it's, yeah, congrats. thank you. Yeah, and it's 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 funny because it's like. I read stuff now that, like, I used to, like, in high school, like, yeah, seriously, like, about, like, girls being, like, crazy or just, like, dumb or ridiculous, and I com- I don't understand it anymore, because I'm in, like, a pretty even-keel relationship, like, shit's pretty fucking good, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, And it's, yeah. like, and it's not even good where it's, like, oh, my God, like, soulmates, and, like, it's none of that shit at all, which is funny, it's, like, it's this idea of, like, like, every day, I'm, like, wow, I'm really happy that I'm with her. Yeah. And that's it, like that's it, right? And it's like and I have like like extended family, you know, like the, the She the, just the smiled across the room, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it's like it's like the Southern Baptist like um family members, right? That are like, Well, when are y'all gonna get married? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know, I haven't thought about that yet. You know what I mean? And it's like and there's no pressure from her. She's not like when are we getting married? It's like this we're pretty much just like, Yeah, things are pretty good, like cool. It's, it's a good vibe, show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like and that comes back to the not overcomplicating shit and like let's not fucking worry about an engagement ring. Like like let's not fucking worry about shit like that because it's working well now. And you know what? If that shit changes in six months, that's fine. That's part of it, right? And you just you just go with what is best for you. And it's just like what you said, finding shit out and, and figuring shit out as you go. And it, it all that shit ties right back into that. And it's like she's been there a lot of times whenever I'm like, Well, this is dumb, or like and she's like, Well, have you thought about it like this? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> no I haven't girls are smart man girls yeah, are so smart. in a completely different way than we are oh my right? god yeah and it's and I think that people take girls it far sometimes so too and say well guys are really dumb and it's like no we're not we just have um, different we yeah, have different strengths different skill yeah, sets yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah man for sure hey is, is this talk good now we, uh, yeah I think we've yeah, gone no, on for a long time we, we can probably just, wrap it up do you, what do you usually oh so do you just cut it off or well no we'll, we'll do like a little, little like tagline <laughs> oh yeah we have a sweet tagline we can we can throw in like a I'm gonna throw in actually really quick we haven't done this in a while let's do what we've been working on for like, oh, like I'll throw in like a minute really quick yeah. um, I've been working on learning how to get enough rest I know it sounds like a really stupid fucking thing but I've been going way too hard lately and it's been really rubbing off on me in a very very bad way mm-hmm. um, like literally like ordering like the wrong things at like restaurants and like i mean like dumb shit <laughs> yeah. you know or, or like at the gym i can't even like the past three day, three days i haven't even been able to hit the rowing machine at the end of the gym because i'm too winded i'm too done i can't even fucking do the rowing machine i'm like zero resistance right yeah. i'm like aaron's like i'm gonna do like 2k and i'm like fuck <laughs> like oh my whereas like two or three weeks ago was 2k two uh, kilometers like yeah. two yeah yeah um and and i'm like i i'm just like I don't, or two, two meters, 2000 kilometers. Um, but I can't, it's like, it's like Aaron will hit it. And it's like, normally I'm like, Oh yeah, rowing machine's dope. I can do that all the time. And the other day I had to like lay down on like one of the stretching mats. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And having like a, like beating, pounding headaches all day long. And it sounds so ele- It's like, dude, you need to get enough sleep. And I'm like, no, but I want to work. And it's like, you can't work unless you get yeah. enough sleep. And it's, it's such a dumb, simple example. So though. my mentor tells me, he tells me this, we just had a talk about this last night. Okay. Um, especially young guys, young driven guys. We're not like lazy. You know, it's like we actually strive way too hard. Hmm. And what that striving does is it actually backfires. Yeah. Because, because it, it, it kills the balance in your life. Yeah. It beca- and, and so like, it'll make you less happy. And if you're less happy, dude, you don't want to, like you push off things, you procrastinate. Yes. So it's really about like how effective are you with your time, not how like, I have efficient. emails from a fucking week ago I haven't responded to. Dude, same. Well, okay, well, <laughs> like, dude, and I was like, normally like, I'm so fired up. I'm like, fuck yeah, they emailed me. And like people that I want to talk to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just looking at them like, 
But you get burnt out like <sighs> yeah, that. And dude. you know why? It's because you're not resting and relaxing enough. Huh. And that's why my mentor was like, dude, you know what? Every single day, you need to set aside two hours to relax. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you now, it's not about hustling 10... Oh, well, okay. I, for myself, not for you. I don't know who, I don't know for you guys, but if it is right. for you... For me, it's not about hustling 10, 12, 14 hours a day. No, yeah. it's not. For me, it's not. It's yeah. about having a good ass time two hours a day and it's about working like six seven yeah and not even at like a straight time you know these are just like numbers i'm throwing yeah you know? yeah. yeah yeah. and it's about doing other things too and it's about having a balanced like happy life you know if you commit to like this hardcore hustle at such a young age how will you know it's just like it's exactly like what you were talking about the person 40k straight out of college i'm in this shit for life it's like well do you really know that because you're fucking 20 yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> and i just I, yeah I, man i just feel like there's like this whole thing about like hustle and like grind till you drop yeah and i mean for guys like andy frisella and like gary v dope like, but even Andy, if you follow him out. on Snapchat, a couple weekends ago, he was out at his farm for two straight days. One of them, he's like driving his tractor around all day long. The other one, they're like shooting guns out in the back of his barn. He's got like a real tall fucking beer in his hand and they got some music playing and they're fucking hanging. Dude, even, and there's not even work going on. He's like snapchatting him, like hugging his dog. Like when he gets home at night, he's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. And like he, 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 work, he goes hard as fuck. But, even, like, he's, yeah. he's hugging his little dogs when he gets home, right? Even Gary is known to take his weekends off. Yes. And oh, and, like, last Christmas, two weeks straight. He, he, dude, apparently he has, um, he, he said he had, he has five, seven weeks of vacation straight. Yeah. He has seven weeks of vacation straight. Yeah, and it's like, you fucking need that. And, and he he's doesn't a work weekends. Yeah, so, like, he, everyone, guys, like, like, I mean, okay, obviously from those people, Maybe you should listen to those people too. It might work for you, but relaxing is definitely important. Damn. Like yeah. resting and relaxing and that having the, fun. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Cause so like I was I wasn't really sure about this whole. You know, it's like the grind. The, the hustle grind, philosophy. The hustle grind. You know, that's a, it's like a philosophy kind of of and I because Seth is um, more. I think he he strives off that hard work more than I do. Mm. where because when i'm doing music i physically cannot i cannot force the creativity yeah I'll, i cannot work for eight hours uh, straight every day which uh, so i feel like a piece of shit <laughs> and I'm, I'm like well Seth's fucking working right now and i'm sitting there like, i don't, can't do it <laughs> i was like and and that's where it's like i physically i literally cannot because i cannot force ideas i cannot force inspiration mm. i cannot force creativity of course i can fill my time with other things like sending out emails or doing that stuff but or literally even like a, this sounds weird, like a Lego set, right? Yeah. Literally try that. It sounds really fucked up and dumb, yeah. but like if you're like having like a creative block, like that's yeah. creative. Yeah. Like you're building, you're doing something with your hands. Exactly. And it sounds, people will, no, that's not work, but it is though. Because yeah. it might jog something in your, you know what I mean? It yeah. might, and just, just doing productive, air quote, yeah. productive or creative things throughout your day. Like just filling it and be like, well, I don't know what to do with music. Let me just go mow the lawn because yeah. my dad wants me to mow the lawn or whatever, right? Whatever the hell it might be, yeah. like washing your car. I don't know. I do that sometimes and it's amazing how that clears yeah. your head. The last week I was like, and even sort of up till now, like I was, I'm not happy. Hmm. And because we were talking about the other day, I was like, I was Hardcore. Just, I'm like, I I'm was the same looking boat. forward to going to sleep Yeah. and that's not living right. So, like, now I'm, like, take, like, yesterday, you said two hours. Yeah, like, I sat down, watched some stand-up comedy. I fucking love stand-up comedy. <laughs> Ate some dinner, just chilling. I didn't have my fucking laptop open. I just watched some stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I didn't have to feel bad about it. Yeah, I don't feel bad about it. Because bad. I was, like, it made me laugh. I feel better, you know? And 
And that was the thing. I was so hung up on this. Initially, you jump in. You're like, hustle every single fucking day forever. And I was like, oh, oh my God. God. And it was too much. You're at the gym with, not... like, blood dripping out of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I like, didn't sleep at all. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. It's too much for me. I need, I need a lot of sleep. I need some time to chill. I need time to, like, incubate ideas and creativity as a creator and you that's produce garbage unless you are exactly unless you're yes. arrested right yeah yeah once again that's self-awareness yeah. through being through the dirt yeah, yeah. once again yeah. guys you cannot like pl- dude it's crazy it's cr- okay usually women do this but like planning your life out no yeah yeah, yeah. like in yeah. two years i'm gonna be doing this and i'm gonna be living like this and i'm like i understand like the visualization thing but like your plans okay well i i think your pl- i think my plans without god and like without my spirituality yeah. oh, they're all fucked <laughs> i know that because really think about it the people who has the people who have started to really um if i asked i do i used to ask this all the time when i was in college People who were uh, working like 10, 15 years, always, I mean, I always ask for advice from people who are way older than me. Yeah. Um, like my mentor is like 60. But uh, I, I, I asked him like, are you doing what you thought you'd be doing in college? That was my first question. And two, what did you take from college? Hmm. Okay. And the first one was no. Like there was no <laughs> way I'd be doing that. And that's for a lot of people, guys. Yeah. This is for a lot of people. And second, they're like, I mean, I, I didn't really take much from college except the fact that you get to work with people and whatnot, but yeah, those plans yeah. don't really like work out as well as we yeah, think it do, will, man. you know? And the thing is, the the failure, in air quotes again, comes from whenever you hold on to those plans too tightly because it might you might be doing something 10 times better, right? It's, it's all about how you perceive it. And it's like, you know what? Like in two years, I want that white Bentley. You know what I mean? But if it takes me 10 years to get that shit, maybe in two years... I'm going to realize that I want to go on like a fucking backpacking vacation to South America. I don't fucking know. Maybe I do that and I learn a ton of shit and then I gain more perspective. Right. And then maybe that's better than a white Bentley cruising through the fucking streets. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whatever, like maybe because if I had like right now, if I had whatever I wanted, like I got a poster of a, of a 991 Porsche on my wall and, um, and I love Porsches. I mean, it's a sweet car. It's just a beautiful. base model, original Porsche, whatever. It's it's not even the one that I really want. It's just it's just, it's just a silver 911. I can't go wrong. And like, if I had a 911 in my garage right now, you fucking bet I'd go drive it. And my reasoning for that is that I, driving is my spirituality, really. Like, it, and I love that. And so that's really my main drive for like the hot cars and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I kind of already know that that the the attitude and this sounds funny like people that understand will understand but it's like like the attitude that a white bentley has is very different than the attitude that a 911 might have or that like my miata that car is has such a personality to me like i connect with that car it's like stripped out it's got like big dents in it from like a couple of crashes it's got you know the shit like it's not a perfect car but it has the things that i want on it it has the things that i need it's like it has no power steering, it has no AC, no insulation. It's fucking loud as hell. Whenever like from the inside of the car, you hear all the road noise and all the bumps. But I love that. I'm connected. And in a white Bentley, I won't be. Mm. Right. And so I understand that it's for a completely different purpose. But at the same time, like I look at like a brand new Lamborghini, I'm like fuck yeah, I'd go take that. I'd go take that to yeah. the track. Yeah, yeah. There's but would I really fall in love with with like a like a Huracan or an Aventador? Would I really be like wow, I connect with this car? I don't think so. I really don't, and, and this is without me even owning one, but I really don't get that vibe. I've sat in a couple, I've ridden around in a couple friends that have very, very nice cars. Um, 
as like a passenger and I've driven a couple like like a GTR and an M4 things like that you know whatever and it just doesn't have that feeling and that's okay and that's all right yeah and it's because it's for a different thing but then yeah. you know what like maybe like who knows like let's say I get the money for one right let's say I'm I'm like whipping in my little Bentley and like a week into it I'm like I don't like this car well now I learned and I moved yeah. on, right? Yeah. And then I'm and like, you know what I mean? And it just comes back to that same exact thing of like shit might not be for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. It's just it's just the there's we talked about a ton of shit. Yeah. And we went really long. long so for everyone that's made it through the episode this long, I really congratulate you for, for, for caring this much to listen to yeah. to Holy this much shit. uh this much of a conversation. But I mean yeah. I you know, I, I'm a fan of long form podcasts, so yeah. I don't believe in, in, again, this is back to the rules thing. I don't think about fucking, oh, well, we have to keep it to 45 minute episode or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I think yeah. this is good. So right. good shit, guys. Um, okay. So if, if you're, if you're a young uh, student or whatnot right now yeah. and uh, you want to find some work, you want to get connected to a startup or small business, you want to work for someone you admire or in the industry you want to be in. Contact me. Are you gonna? Can you just put up my link? Oh yeah, we'll yeah, put we'll it on put the show notes the and everything. Down. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say, like, you know, take a step. Just, just do one thing. Yeah. Like, just, just take one actionable step. Don't think too much because you're just gonna fuck yourself over. That's how Action Street were started. One, <laughs> yeah, just do one step, and whatever that is, like, make sure it's around your truth. You, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows what the truth is. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking lie to yourself about it either. Yeah. I'm gonna take a piss right. Now. Oh, of Bro. course, dude. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, um, shit, I forgot the... Oh, God. Aaron, you, you do it. This is Action Talks. Get pumped. No, wait. Get pumped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. This um, is Action Talks. My name is Aaron. My name is Seth. Billionaires. We're coming for you.